Good morning and welcome to Saving America with Dr. David Shine. And let me say that Dr. David Shine is a professor at the University of St. Thomas here in Houston. He's also um, a dean at this university. He's an author. He has his own business and he does work with small businesses. Um, helping them, consulting with them, um, training them. So he works a lot with small businesses as well as with the university and the students there. We are very excited to come to you each Tuesday morning uh, with the latest and greatest on what's in the news um, and some of the rumors going around as a result of that. And so today, um, I'm just excited about our topic. So David, talk about um, the damage from the Biden election that we're already starting to see as we see Guatemala um, trying to block a US-bound caravan. And then we have um, uh, the Congressional Budget Office and the challenges of raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour plus more. So I'm gonna turn this topic over to you and let you run with it. Well, thank you so much, Sandy, and, uh, and welcome to another exciting week in America. Um, one of the things I wanted to start off with, which wasn't in our uh, planned outline, is that the, the FBI is reporting increased chatter uh, and that is that they are monitoring things. And just as they now, we know, reported to the Capitol Police that the FBI had heard chatter days before the riot that happened, uh, the unacceptable riot that happened on January 6th at our nation's Capitol, uh, the terrible violence, the fight dead uh, reported so far. Um, over a uh, hundred people have actually been arrested. They say they're looking at up to 300 people. But uh, moving to today, the FBI is saying they are hearing chatter about violence, even at, in Washington, but at uh, various capital cities throughout the United States uh, during uh, tomorrow's uh, uh, very unusual, uh, basically a virtual inauguration tomorrow from what I'm hearing. But I want to call out to people, many of the people watching my show are what I call normal Americans and conservatives, uh, probably not a lot of li liberal uh, listeners, but I, I want to encourage everyone to understand that violence is not the way, that it's extremely important that we respect the rule of law. We have seen what happens when irresponsible government leaders permit the violence that happened in Portland and Seattle and Minneapolis. And the irony of that is that the people who suffer most are low income people, many of whom are uh, minorities. And supposedly these riots were supposed to uh, be celebrating uh, uh, ending police violence towards minorities. I'm not sure how you advance the cause if you hurt the minority community and where they live. Uh, so. The rule of law, uh, virtually all conservatives will tell you that the number one 
document in the world as far as they're concerned is the United States Constitution and uh, its amendments. And I think it's extremely important and call on all Americans, regardless of uh, political viewpoints, to not engage in violence, to uh, respect the democratic system and to be involved in the democratic system, which involves voting and speaking with your neighbors and education. It does not involve uh, violence, especially not the senseless violence that we saw at the US Capitol. So we, we wanted to talk first about in the news, other than this uh, a particular development uh, that there are a reported 9,000 migrants, also known as illegal aliens, uh, progressing towards the United States border. Uh, fortunately, as they left Honduras, a poorly managed poor country, they were stopped at the Guatemalan border, but because it's such a large number of people, apparently not all of them were stopped at the Guatemalan border. But Mexico has announced that they will not allow this caravan. Of course, Mexico is contiguous with the entire United States uh, border. And Mexico has announced that they will not permit it. What triggered this was Biden's announcement that there would be no deportations for the next 100 days. Um, a news reporter actually interviewed one of these uh, uh, migrants, one of these people attempting to illegally enter the United States illegally enter the United States, disregarding our laws. And he said, if I can get to the United States in the next 100 days, I won't be deported. I'll get citizenship. Now, that's not true, but part of it might be true is that the, uh, the morons think that this is somehow a good idea to do things. But especially during COVID, this is an awful time for us to be having people wandering into the country. Ironically, our, our uh, State Department has announced that anyone arriving on a flight from overseas, including American citizens starting in just a week, will need to have a current COVID test. Now, are you telling me that there are gonna be 9,000 people at the border who are gonna have a COVID test? I don't think so, I don't think so. So this is a situation where Biden's uh, foolish announcements have, uh, have created cause for concern in the United States. And unfortunately, I don't think that's gonna be the end of it. Uh, another Biden announcement that I think has very bad uh, uh, shadows over the United States economy is this announcement that they're going to come up with a new stimulus plan and that it will include a $15 an hour minimum wage. Now this has long been the, the dream of the far left liberals and the people in California and New York. The reality is in most of the United States, a $15 an hour minimum wage is a massive job killer. And who do we know from this source? The US Congressional Budget Office, a neutral source. This is not Fox News. This is not some conservative think tank. This is the US Congressional Budget Office has announced that a $15 an hour minimum wage would cost 1.3 million jobs. And I suspect that that may be a conservative number because we are so damaged. And who's damaged? Restaurants, small businesses are the most damaged by the COVID uh, shutdowns and the related problems in America. 
And this is the worst possible time for, for Biden to push on this. And I understand why he's trying to do it because he's trying to appease uh, his supporters so that they don't implement the 25th Amendment against him. But it's bad timing, bad timing, and they need to grow up and realize that sometimes you've got to do things reasonably smart. So that's what's in the news this week. Tough week out there. Lots of stuff in the news, isn't there? Oh my gosh. So um, a, a, a wonderful time to have a podcast called Saving America for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and with the news comes all the rumors. So um, I know you don't have time to do all the rumors that are going around. But let's talk about just one, and that is that China sought to influence the 2020 election um, with the Director of National Intelligence. As, as the Director of National Intelligence has assessed that China sought to influence the election. The CIA management is pressured analysts to withdraw this assessment so what's right. going on about the rumor is that did i get that rumor right of yes well okay. it, it's a very serious situation uh, uh, first of all what i find is is cute is of course that the entire trump administration the uh the the uh, left spent claiming that russia wanted uh, trump as president nothing could be further from the truth uh, Russia wanted Hillary Clinton because she's been soft on Russia. She, she and her, uh, her operation and, and Bill Clinton have gotten money directly from Russia. That's well documented. But it was the, uh, the narrative that they put out on the media and that the uh, large uh, media, uh, unfortunately, uh, or legacy media uh, carried out. And it ended with an investigation, a neutral investigation, that said that there was absolutely no connection between the Trump administration and Russia with regard to the 2016 election. So that is a, a, a rumor that was not true. Now we have a rumor that is quite true, but I find it interesting that the left is not up in arms calling for a massive congressional investigation to find out how Biden got elected with China's help when China is clearly the largest single barrier to a peaceful world at this time in, in the world. And so I think it's, it's a rather uh, uh, another great illustration of hypocrisy of the left that they're going to probably put this to sleep and actively to tell for senior administrators in the CIA to tell the folks there, oh, don't tell anybody about this China interference. That is a disgrace. And this is the kind of problems that we had in the FBI uh, that were brought out with, uh, with uh, Comey's administration. And we've got problems at the CIA. And all I can say is I sure hope that at some point in America, we can get these agencies to start working for America and to stop working for the left. We, we've got to do a better job in that regard. But that's the rumor of this week. That is the rumor. Wow. Now about the facts. Let's just settle down to the facts. The forthcoming Biden appointments portend a rough ride for working Americans and businesses. So how is that? How is that? Okay, and, I, and I'm going to apologize in advance is that I, I usually uh, do this uh, from memory, 
but I've got some notes in front of me, so I'm going to have to look down occasionally. But basically, what the concern is, is that Biden has taken left-wing appointments for his uh, upcoming cabinet to a new low. And these people are not pro-capitalism. They are not pro the American system. And they portend a very dark era in America. Um, and um, and I'll, I'll make some additional comments afterwards. Uh, Biden is appointed Wendy Sherman will be number two in the State Department. Uh, she was the lead U.S. negotiator on the silly and ridiculous Iran deal back in 2015. Um, how about uh, Anita Dunn? Anita Dunn even got thrown out of the Obama administration because she praised Mao Zedong. Remember, Mao Zedong um, is probably second only to Hitler and Stalin in terms of the number of people that have been executed or sent to uh, concentration camps. And so uh, for even the Obama administration threw her out and for some reason they're bringing her back as, get this, a senior White House advisor. How about Victoria Nuland? She's gonna be nominated for the role of Under Secretary of State. What are some of her claims to fame? How about promoting the Christopher Steele bogus Russia dossier? Yes, that's her claim to fame. Oh, we really need her in the White House, don't we? Or in the Biden administration. Then we've got, speaking of the CIA, how about William Burns? He's the nomination for Biden for the CIA director. He currently serves as the head of a left-wing foreign policy that's uh, uh, Operation Think Tank or alleged think tank that's backed by George Soros, uh, you know, well-known backing of far left operations. Uh, bad news for Israel, as this was the key guy in the 2015 Iran deal that the United States may try and crawl back into, despite the fact that even the other signatories to the Iran deal have in the last week told Iran, we've got the word on you, you're enhancing uranium, you're not supposed to be doing that. So even the other parties who stayed in the Iran deal are saying this is not a good situation. So uh, uh, how about Heather Bushy? She's gonna be the Biden's administration, White House Council of Economic Advisors, one of the advisors. And uh, so uh, she's a, a, a person who said, how will fund Biden's agenda is not tonight's problem. Kick that can down the road. So, and it's interesting because a lot of economists are saying, hey, this current proposed stimulus is really just a ridiculous stack of pork barrel. It is not designed to put America back to work, which is what we need. Um, you know, the old story, you know, you, you, you give a man a fish, he eats for a day, you teach him how to fish, he can eat for a lifetime. We don't need handouts right now. We need to get the economy back on front gear. We need, as I talked about in last week's Saving America, a better organized distribution of vaccine. And we need to continue to encourage people to socially distance and wear masks until we can get the situation under control. And then who else are we gonna have joining the Obama, the uh, Biden, formerly known as the Obama administration, Janice Yellen. So what is Janice Yellen talking about? Janice Yellen said, oh boy, we need to have a great big stimulus right now. Of course, ignoring the fact 
that given that anything that increases giving away money, printing more money causes inflation. So this is somebody who's supposed to be watching America's currency supply, talking about printing more greenbacks. No wonder gold and even the cyber currencies are shooting up because the dollar is sinking. Now, who gets hurt worst when we have inflation and the dollar sinks? People in lower socioeconomic level, they are the ones who suffer most in a recession. In fact, one of the rallying cries of the left has been during the tough times with COVID, wealthy people got wealthier. The market actually went up. People in the stock market, heavy in the stock market, did very well. What about the man on the street? I don't know about you, but basic items, bread, toilet paper, veggies cost more today. Do we want that to cost a whole lot more? Because you can only give people so much money. We can only print so much money before we end up joining Venezuela, Greece, Cuba, and other failed economies. So I think it's extremely important that people pay attention to who Biden has put in his cabinet. And again, I call on the American people to peacefully practice democracy and to let the government know that this is not an acceptable direction. And especially because part of this proposed second stimulus is to give money to wasteful economies like California and New York to say Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, Florida, and the rest of the country, we don't want to bail out careless states like California and New York. That's their problem. Their people need to elect new leadership, not steal from the rest of us. And so I, I did want to say that uh, just a bit of humor. Certain elements want to block every single person who has ever worked in the Trump administration. Does it, I'm not stay speaking for myself. I've never worked for the Trump administration. I don't think that's likely in his last day in office. But it's, uh, it's kind of interesting that we are bringing back a pack of losers into the Biden administration. What about saying, hey, the Obama administration wasn't very successful. Why are you bringing back a bunch of losers? If you think it's a bad idea to bring the Trump people back, I think it's a bad idea to bring the Obama people back. Let's be fair. Let's not be hypocrites. And that's saving America for today. So um, if you want to listen to, if you're new to Saving America, you might want to go back and listen to some previous podcasts because there's some great topics that you will, um, if you enjoyed today, you will love some of the previous ones as well. We'll be back again next week, Tuesday morning, 11 a.m. Central Time with the next broadcast of Saving America with Dr. David Schott. Thank you, Dr. Shine. And again, don't forget his book, The Decline of America. Great book for, um, for reading about what's going on, not today, but what has gone on the past hundred years and get an idea of why we're going through some things we are now. So get the book, The Decline of America by Dr. David Shine. 
And thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. Thank you, Sandy.